Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome, JC. Howdy. Thank you. I was laughing because I was in the bedroom getting ready for the show today, and I heard JC out in the living room talking to Mac, Hmm. asking Mac if he was ready for the show, to which Mac responded by jumping up from whatever piece of furniture he was laying on and running into the studio. (laughs) It's it's the truth, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) So just as much as you guys love having Mac as a part of the show, Mac understands he is a part of the Daily Journal crew. (laughs) He gets in some quality nap time until he gets restless and then he comes up and you'll see him. He starts poking his head in on us. But I just thought that was hilarious. So (laughs) that is funny. So you guys know I am in Twitter jail. Now, I am in Twitter jail. I have been in Twitter jail for, I don't know, I lost count. I actually just stopped counting, right? Who cares anymore at this point? Uh, For over a month, I think. And... Twitter, uh, in spite of multiple requests, Twitter has yet to tell me what policy or standard, community standard I've broken, which tweet I tweeted that was against policy standards, and just just suspended my account. I'm, I'm sort of, JC, should I be sort of flattered that... I mean, I don't have a hundred million followers. I don't have a, uh, I mean, I don't even have 50,000 followers. So why would they feel the need to, to suspend me indefinitely? I mean, I think I, maybe I should be flattered for that. They think that I'm such a threat. But I know people who have been suspended from Twitter multiple times where they're suspended for like three days and they come back on or whatever. I've never been suspended before. The first time I'm suspended, I am not allowed back on. Which, by the way, in light, in spite of, well, let me say, in spite of the fact that I have no idea what community standard I violated, here we have ex-Twitter CEO says that capitalists... Okay, so this headline is from the New York Post, and it's actually misleading, right? So the headline says, ex-Twitter CEO says selfish capitalists will be shot in the revolution. No, that's not what he said, actually. So let us let me pull up... takes just a couple clicks for me to pull up what he actually said. I actually got a screenshot of what he said because... If you go to his if you go to his tweet now, so in this in this article from the New York Post, they give you a link to it. If you go there now, uh, it's gone. He's pulled it. Right? Now, he's not suspended, but they pull he he deleted the tweet. So let me show you what he said. So remember that the New York Post said that he he said selfish capitalists uh, should be shot in the revolution. He said, or will be shot. Me first, right? Uh, Capitalists who think 
Uh, you can separate society from businesses are going to be the first people lined up against the wall and shot in revolution. I'll happily provide video commentary. Mm-hmm. Now, is that not supporting violence? Right. That being that that supporting violence is directly contradicting in, in conflict with Twitter's community standards. Yes, it is. Should there be any doubt of that at all based on that tweet? Me first. Capitalists who think you can separate society from business. What is, JC, can you help me what that means? Me first capitalist. So me first, oh, I think it's supposed to be first an capitalist. adjective. Oh. Meaning selfish, right? Like the headline says oh, selfish capitalist. Me first. That's what me selfish first. means, mm-hmm. right? Me first. me first capitalists. I thought he was saying me first, comma, right? See, that's why grammar matters. So me first capitalists who think you can separate society from business. What exactly does that phrase mean, you think, you can separate society from business? That Because that's puzzling to me. I don't... Yeah, so it's, 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 so it's the Marxist idea of... Um, so you can't be in business. Your business has to sort of give stuff away. Like you have to... Uh, be charitable. So when it says me first capitalist is kind of a contradiction. So if you're not a me first capitalist, you're a philanthropist. And then the other notion of if you if you want to benefit society, then it's this idea of this sort of philanthropic giveaway. Mm-hmm. Um, the sac- So I was it's funny because I was just reading Mises Human Action. So there's chapter eight of Human Action. I forget the title but he talks about <clears throat> he's talking about the idea of people so the sort of sort of society naturally forms right because people are people are sort of drawn to uh, together and then they'll engage in voluntary exchange and then as far as in in the free market uh you make sacrifices right you make a present sacrifice for a future benefit mm-hmm. and each does that for their you know, for their individual benefit or right? what mm-hmm. benefits the individual. Those those sort of uh, the, the aggregate of those individual decisions make brings progress to society. It benefits society. Right. So I don't have to I don't have to be in a business and then just directly. Oh, I'm going to give away money and give away stuff. The very act of that business, as you mm-hmm. make the, as mm-hmm. you make an individual sacrifice now for future profit lifts society those aggregate moves in in capitalism in free market like the cotton gin benefit society like the cotton gin you don't yeah. have to give away the cotton gin but you benefit society right by providing a a, a, a mechanical mechanism through the market correct to to produce cotton to harvest cotton to produce cotton faster quicker and with with less Labor, you're, because you're satisfying. You're satisfying a need. Not even necessarily. Okay. It, not a need. You're satisfying a person. Okay. Right, because it's the person's desire. Because I mean, think again. We we talked about the example before. The pet rock. Okay. Yeah. The pet rock serves no need. Mm-hmm. Okay. But people wanted it. It made them happy. Mm-hmm. It satisfied <laughs> them. Right. So it's a, it's about got me a pet rock. Yeah. So it's it's <laughs> right. That's that's what that's the whole disconnect. So. The free market works on it, 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 this, 
this exchange, so the commercial exchange, the economic exchange, is me satisfying satisfying me, right? There's right. a desire that I had. I'm making me happy, okay? So the free market is driven by the, the personal desire, desire for personal satisfaction. And so you're satisfying people. You're making people happier. Now, when you... So what these guys do is they stand aside and judge that transaction. Okay, that's not legitimate. So, right, because you could stand out and say, Pet Rock, that doesn't do anything for anybody. That's a terrible product. You're not lifting society, right? Mm-hmm. So, so you're standing apart. I think that the term is, um, uh, gosh, heteronymous. So this external judge, right, that... You can say that this is wrong, right? I'm going to have to it, look up that word. That's a nice big yeah, word so, to know. I, you know maybe, I, maybe I said it wrong. But, you, you know, you have the, the provider, right? The, the capitalist providing the product. I want that product because I don't care where I don't care what your opinion is of the pet rock. I want the pet rock. It makes me happy. Right. And so that transaction is added to societal satisfaction, societal Happiness. You've improved my life by creating that pet rock. So, so this sort of virtue signaling, high-minded, self-righteous judge of that transaction says, you know, well, you you are you're so base, you're so simple, you're so shallow. You know, pet rock makes you happy. Pet rock doesn't do anything. Who cares what you think? It makes me happy. So society is better because I'm happy. Mm -hmm. I'm not upset. I'm not depressed. I'm not angry. So therefore, that's not going to manifest in me going out and shooting someone, robbing someone, hurting someone. I'm happy. You've improved society. Now, there are obvious things within that economic exchange. You know, I mean, Velcro, uh, cell phones, medical devices, (laughs) whatever that these guys could point to and go, that's a legitimate. It helps somebody. It saves lives, whatever. But it's all the same thing. You've helped me be healthier. You've helped me protect myself. You've helped my my uh, fly stay closed with Velcro. Uh, My shoes stay on my feet with Velcro. So it's all at the end of the day, it's the same thing. You've satisfied the consumer. That's what free market economic exchange is about. So this guy doesn't get that. It's that you and and here's the thing they don't say. Let me the ask implication you a in that is not the person willingly, uh, philanthropically giving away. Yeah, see, that's sacrificing part of his product. From. Implied in these guys' philosophy because that's well and good if anybody wants to do that. He wants to do that. Knock yourself out because that'll make you happy. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. What they're talking about is the state coming in by violence, by force, taking that. When that doesn't make you happy, I don't want to do that, and giving it to someone else. Confiscation mm-hmm. of property. So that is the disconnect with, with idiots like this when you talk about can't separate society from business. That's what he's talking about. No, he cannot discern the connection between business and society. It's not about the free market supporters not being able to, or, or you know, we want to separate business from society. You can't separate business from society. Business by its very nature, the free market by its very nature, impacts society and lifts society. He has the problem. His people have the problem. They, they don't make that connection. No, they I, can't make that I connection. I think, two things, I, I want to say this and then so I... The then, yeah, so I have a question. I have a question, but I want to say this first. I think that what he's saying is intentionally disingenuous, right? Because I, his, his words are, 
Uh, me first capitalists who think you can separate society from business are going to be first lined up against the wall and shot in the revolution. Yeah. What he's he's not really talking about what you're talking about society and business. What he what he really means and disingenuously is ignoring is that people who think you can separate government from business yeah, and are going to be shot in the revolution because that's what Marxists do. You said using the force of government to forcibly take from me when I don't want to give it away mm -hmm. is is what they're looking for and give it to somebody else. Now, let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. It's a step further. You're right. Your pet and rock. And he takes it a step further. Your pet rock, right? Hold on. Let me say this before you move on from that point so we don't lose it. So he, he takes it a state step further because you're you're exactly right. But he then, means but, but government then, and business, not society for correct, business. Correct, correct. But then the next step that's in this tweet is at present, he doesn't have a government that will do that to the extent he wants. He can't make government do that. And so now he's willing to, number one, they will do it themselves. And we're Overthrow government. What we're talking about is, <laughs> yeah, both, both of these things in the same statement. One, the overthrow of government because we want a government that forcibly takes. But the transition to that is then he and his cohorts himself are not only willing to overthrow the government in order to violently confiscate property. They themselves will violently confiscate property uh, to, to the to the extent of murder. The extreme extent. Since you won't voluntarily give away your stuff because they make make the rules and framework of how what you ought to do with your stuff and who ought to get your stuff in no scenario is it you mm -hmm. and no and in no scenario do you have the right to decide uh, the disposition of your own property so he is saying we will murder you to take your property and i will happily film it and give great commentary as i'm as i'm uh, entertained by this murder, murder. and and <laughs> then the end result because what what you're being murdered in the process of us overthrowing the government so we have a state that will violently confiscate your property so what you have here very plainly and we should be very plain and clear on this is an absolute sociopath declaring that he will celebrate those in his group and eventually the state murdering people to take their property that is the tweet that is the tweet that twitter is okay with Whereas your tweet, which is a picture of a government agency, the CDC, who at that moment of the, the tw of their posting does not agree with their philosophy. You took a picture of the CDC's website, posted on Twitter. That's unacceptable. But a sociopath saying he will celebrate the murder of his fellow countrymen by people in his group with the end to have a state that murders people to confiscate their property. That's OK with Twitter. Boom. That's it. And, and, and meanwhile, I'm in Twitter jail. He's the CEO. Uh, I, I, now I have two questions. So my first question is this, because I'm really fascinated about, you know me, I'm, I, I have never taken a lot of time to study economics. And, is, and you know, honesty being foremost here, I, I did not do well in economics in college. I got a D. Uh, so well, they my, don't teach economics there anyway. It was terrible. Anyway. My question then, using your pet, pet rock analogy, I want to I want to oh, write this down. My other question, so so I remember, um, using your pet rock analogy, would he be okay, okay, if the pet rock guy not only sold pet rocks but also gave some away? 
Would that not, would he now not be a f- me first capitalist? I, I think only if the pet rock were pink, had 12 genders, and hated Trump. Okay, but then but, he would be okay. Right, but what I'm saying is, is it's, you know, you're bad if you just simply sell something. Right. So me first. That's what I get from separating society from business. If you're going to give them the benefit of the doubt, what they mean is the benefit of society. So do I solve the problem of my pet rock not actually improving society in these terms by giving away part of my pet rocks and selling? I have a specific place I'm going with this. No. So just as the sacrifice giving away part of what I'm actually selling and make a profit of will not satisfy him, I will still be shot. Well, f- so I give the economic explanation, and, and I, I would, first off, the direct answer to the question is what I said. So his tribalism overrides that philosophy. Mm-hmm. So their, their primary philosophy, the primary core tenet of his philosophy is hate. So what okay, if so my you have to understand he hates those yeah. who don't think like him and what he's if, willing to murder you. What if my pet rock is Or is willing to celebrate you being murdered, put it that way. Right. What if my pet rock is simply non binary? You can't tell what gender it is and I you know, it, it's just a pet rock. And I give no. part of it away and sell part of it. No. Am I good? No. Okay. I think we can look out on what's going on now what's being called cancel culture. So you're talking about a neutral business engaged solely in capitalism. You're not allowed to be neutral. You look at all, the, all that's what happened to the NBA and all, these, all the big corporations. Mm-hmm. They're being strong-armed, just like the people on the street. You, pull the, you, you block the traffic, you put a camera in a guy's face, and you make him chant, Black Lives Matter. Then you turn off the camera, beat the crap out of him, destroy his truck. So there's no neutral, number one. Number two, as we've talked about before in the white fragility, you know, uh, what do you call it, ideology, which is veiled Nazism, um, you can't satisfy the demands anyway if you are not already accepted as part of the tribe. Mm -hmm. So you have many strikes against you. If you're neutral, right, you can't be neutral, then there is no not being neutral. Mm hmm. If if you don't meet the characteristics. So if you're white, uh, you can only be neutral, which is unacceptable. So even if you even if you mouth mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter, you still suffer the consequences because you're inherently wrong. Um, so so I say the answer is no. Now, economically speaking, just like as Mises is, describes in human action. So the sacrifice of the, the, the that the capitalist makes that, that to, uh, you know, build the product for a future gain. So that initial sacrifice is a temporary sacrifice. So the same same thing is true. If I, which, you know, it's obviously your right to do whatever you want to with, with the profits that you're making. If you want to give a part of them away, that's fine. But in the big scheme of things, that's also temporary. So you're not, well, depending on what that person does with what they receive. But based on history and how that normally happens, a giveaway is a temporary thing. It doesn't make... Uh, substantive uh, systematic changes systemic changes so look at for instance the the covid stimulus giveaway we now know by the numbers the data coming back in most people spent the money that though the money was said to be intended 
for people because they didn't have jobs and need to cover their wages and whatnot. Uh, most people that received, I mean, a preponderance of the people, by and large, the majority of the people that received that so-called stimulus package spent it on disposable goods. They bought TVs, they, they bought luxury items, different things like that. Mm -hmm. So they didn't take it, for instance, and invest it. They didn't put it in stocks. They didn't put it in savings. They didn't, they didn't uh, you know, pay for education for their children's future, anything like that. So there's nothing done with that just giveaway uh, on a significant level that, that, that lifts them, right? So that doesn't actually benefit them in that sense but it made them happy Tempor temporarily yes. yes it served it served that <laughs> just like the pet rock that, makes me happy. that need but his yeah. but his argument is the idea of yeah. this idea of benefiting society by the giveaway so let's let's just look at this right this is who this and, guy and let me, is let, let me say before we leave that point let me say you said make them happy but you had to do it through theft right okay? right but so, i'm just so trying the, to so the aggregate mm -hmm. the aggregate of those individual transactions mm -hmm. Uh, does not lift society through satisfaction because there are more people, there are more people who lost their property than the people who were actually impacted positively from receiving the stolen property, which th that satisfaction is going to be temporary. And then the people who receive that, people who are in that mode, then they turn to the person from whom they received it <laughs> yes. that stolen in the first place, and they say, "Steal some more." Steal so some that more. continues to be an aggregate. Draw yep. down on society, whereas the person who produces, it's a mutual exchange of satisfaction. It's it, it's because the person that produces is satisfied because he received payment for his labor. Uh, the person that bought it received the product for his payment and was satisfied. Both are satisfied. Both are lifted. There's no there's no person who was stolen from. Now, if the person is dissatisfied for, because of the quality of the product, say they made that mutual transaction, he found out after he made the transaction, it was not what he expected, it was not good quality, he's dissatisfied. He can make that known to the producer. The producer fixes his system. I mean, this is the inherent process mm -hmm. of capitalism where you, you continually adjust and refine your product, and we continually move up. We move forward. Right. Whereas the, the now, if you if you don't do that, right, you're continually abusing people, taking advantage of people, that sort of thing. Eventually, if you're not propped up, you've got a business. That's where the leftists look at the system and they say people are continually allowed to oppress, steal, uh, subvert the system. They call it capitalism. It's not. It's no. crony capitalism because they don't go out of business because they're propped up. By state forces. Right. Crony capitalism is just a romantic name for government controlled business. Yeah. So these government, are free, it's the private right. public private partnership that we don't call public private partnership. So these are free market principles that this that Dick uh, this this, okay. this Dick is illiterate of. All right. So here's what we got. Right. Based on what Dick, you whatever his name is. based on what you said. Right. The qualifications for this guy not shooting someone. You have to be not celebrating okay. someone being shot. Okay, but all right. So I don't so, go so far as to say okay. he said he'd shoot people. But he he did imply right. he'd celebrate no, people he, being no, shot. Not just simply celebrate, he would video it. Right. Right? So in a legal context context it's as a accessory. prosecutor, he's an accessory which makes him guilty of the crime. Sure. Okay? So from a criminal legal perspective, if he actually but for what he said, yes. because okay. Twitter is good, YouTube's going to ban you if you say he said he'd murder people. No, 
No, so let me be very clear. He said that I will provide the video and the commentary for someone being murdered in a courtroom. Showing his pleasure. When a courtroom, if someone brought me the video of someone being murdered and the person taking the video creating supportive commentary to that murder. Yes. As a prosecutor, I would file charges against that person as being an accessory to that murder when in the in and in the courtroom that person would be guilty of the murder as if he committed the murder himself. That's what accessory means. Right. So just to be very clear, from a criminal law perspective, that's what I'm talking about. He, he did not say I'll defend you I'll protect you. Right. I'll report this violence to the authorities. Right. He said none of that. No, but I'll, I'll, now, I'll, in his I'll defense, he does not. He's not actually required to do any of that. He would not be guilty if he didn't do that. In, in some states, but he is. well, but in the majority, not. Good Samaritan law. Uh, well, that usually only applies to a certain class of people. That doesn't apply to every human being. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, given that benefit of the doubt, right? If he did nothing. We would charge him, uh, you know, apply some responsibility as human beings with a moral standard. But in a criminal world, nine times out of ten, he's not going to be charged with anything. But the videoing and even if he didn't take the video but stood there and gave commentary about it in approval of what was happening would make him a criminal accessory. Mm -hmm. Just so we're clear on this criminal law application, right? So... Setting all of that aside, in his definition of of who should be shot, because let's just, just be clear here, he actually says, me first capitalists who think you can separate from businesses are going to be the first people lined up against the wall and shot. So under his category of who gets shot, in order to not get shot, I have to be someone who doesn't even partially benefit from my capitalistic adventure. I must not be white. You, you, you could, yeah, you, I guess a direct formula, you, you could only get 49% of the benefit. Right. Okay. Because that would be where you're not me first. And white people are inherently wrong, even in spite of their words, based on modern application. So I'm looking at a white guy who made how many millions slash billions off of a capitalist adventure? Isn't this always the language of the leftist elites? I'm just I'm I'm just wondering, is this does this rise to the letter level of irony? Mm hmm hypocrisy yes but i mean are we now in irony you gotta oh it's sort of like hitler saying if you're not blonde haired blue eyed everybody's gotta die right you got this guy who made millions i don't know if it even goes into billions at this point probably in and it's probably billionaire in a capitalist adventure in a capital benefiting from a capitalist society Mm -hmm. in which the very Government he professes should be established when the current is overthrown would not give him a dime for what he's doing, and he would be inherently wrong because he's a white guy. I just wanted to point that out. 
Because that's that, why I asked those questions. I'm is, trying to determine the standard here. Yes. So that we understand. Okay, I am. And it's all and it's, this is always the hypocrisy of the leftist elites. You look at Hollywood. They're always mouthing this stuff. They're multimillionaires. I mean, they're they're wealthier. Yeah. Than most Americans. I mean, they're some of the wealthiest people in the nation, and this is how they talk. Meanwhile, not only is he white, he's a man. Mm-hmm. He's still on Twitter. I'm a female who has who has. If you're going to do the whole blood titer thing, has minority genetics. Mm-hmm. In which who's never called for murder? Who's never murdering called people. for murder? Never called for murdering people. Never I've never said even, you'd celebrate murder or be happy about murder, or even or revolution for that matter of of overthrowing uh, the government, or even well, whatever. And this this white male misogynist, me first capitalist, has me thrown off the platform. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm not giving him money. If I were giving him money, my status on his platform would be protected. Well, so I, I'm I, just just trying to point out the hypocrisy mm-hmm. here, and I'm I'm hoping. I think you, you know, are giving him money, really. Just by the nature of you being on the Twitter, on that page. However, their process yeah. works. Their ads, ads and whatnot, come up on your feed as other people were following you. By the nature of you being there, yeah, it, it, you've drawn a potential pool of consumers for his product. What I would like to see, so I w- this is what I would love to see. I would love for you to take Twitter community standards, take this down as evidence compared to yours, and sue them. Problem is. I do not have any, any written indication from Twitter whatsoever which post got me kicked off. They, they will not tell me what I did to violate community standards. So I guess I could file a lawsuit based on a, a, the violation of, of uh, it, I mean, I don't really have a contract. It's more of a lease agreement, a uh, violation of my lease agreement. Um, and the damages can be... I'm just putting my brain here together. The damages are to my product and services that are now no longer visible on his platform, to well, which I, I had thousands of people looking at on I, a daily basis. I think there's, I don't know what the term would be, but there's there's a reputation thing involved where that it's impl- it's implied by mm-hmm. your removal that you that you did something unethical or yeah, something because that's the community standards wrong something you know illegal or uh whatever whatever however that would I think the fact that they refused to tell me how I violated community standards is an indication that I did not violate community standards. Yeah, I just they would be all over me if right. I actually violated community. I, I am st- I am still of the opinion that you you, you can't it, it can't possibly be legal or should not be for you to put out a, a product like that where you have community standards. These you you declare you openly declare these are the community standards and say that they'll be applied to everybody evenly. If mm-hmm. you if you if you are again private it's a private company, you're the owner of Twitter and you want to say um 
this we, is the standard. We, we don't allow conservative leaning speech. You will be held to this standard. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Yeah. My problem is that's not what they say. I understand it's a private company, and I'm not. I, it's that's well, not we, my issue. Can we say let's let's refine the language then? Uh, we didn't use the term legal because that implies criminal. It is actually uh, contractually a violation, right. which makes it a civil tort. Yeah. So it's tortious. Yeah. Okay. So it's not illegal. It's just tortious. I, I also I don't think which is a private business yeah. relationship and is not a law Correct. thing. Right. Yeah. And just, I'm and just so we put it out there. Yeah. And we just be Absolutely. refined in our language. Yeah. Because I'm not calling. You know, we're in, we end up in some reason article. Oh, they're they want the government. So I'm not asking for the government to make a law and take control of Twitter or that sort mm-hmm. of thing. Uh, but I, I think there's. There's more to it because because, you know, I listen to and again, we love I love reason, but this is one of their their topics that the expression that I've seen is, well, you you just you could just simply take your business elsewhere. I get that, but it it seems to me. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you can talk me out of this. But it just seems to me you can't, you, you shouldn't be able to essentially lie, make a false contract, and then have people well, enter into that mm-hmm. relationship where they risk, right? Because you're, you're basically putting up, you're, you're risking your property. You're, you're, you are incurring risk by entering that relationship and having having what you do based up, be based upon that agreement. Uh-huh. Well, so there are laws. I, this is what I would want to know. So in, in the, that libertarian realm that says, well, you, you know, you, you could just you don't have to do business there. Uh, are do, does, and then maybe this is true. Do does that group not support breach of contract? Well, here's the thing. that This is the distinction that I would make. And I think maybe they're oversimplifying it. Right. Uh, yes, you can take your business elsewhere. And I would say that Twitter would actually be on more solid ground legally if they had a very simple, a, a very simple terms. These are your terms of agreement. You are on our platform at our will. Correct. And that's all you would have yeah, to say. Don't write you all these communities. You are on standards. our platform at our will. Yes. And that's all you would need to say. We reserve the right to eliminate anybody for any reason. And that would be legally that yes. would be legally justifiable, especially when the government doesn't actually include these internet platforms within the place of public accommodation. So you not you're not governed by discrimination laws. But Twitter went so far and the Twitter lawyers went so far to make actually a lease-type agreement. And it's the lease-type agreement that's being violated. So you can go elsewhere is actually true, yes. But in the creation of Twitter the way they did... They instead of saying we we are you are an at will you are at will on our our platform we reserve the right to 
to refuse business to anyone for any reason, but instead creating all of this, do you accept the terms of our agreement and we will yeah, we will give this exchange to you for that exchange right. to you? You created a, it's not actually a contract. There's a difference between a contract and a lease agreement, which makes it a little bit well, it makes it more difficult to sue under a lease agreement than it does on a contract. But, but nonetheless, governing that. But nonetheless, uh, they could have just simply said, this is our platform and we make the rules. Uh, if you don't like it, don't get on. And that's it. Well, again, I mean, I they would still say, check this if you agree, because yeah. then, you know, sure. because people can always sue for anything. But they didn't have to go into the the details and and the exchanges of benefits kind of thing that they do with the lease agreement that they made. They could have just been and really then, simple and, and been it. done. It seems to me not following it is the violation which opens yeah. them up where they could have avoided all of that. It seems to me this is, this would be similar to, you know, renting your home, renting. So let's say you rented a house, it's mm -hmm. a lease agreement. And and I would I would put this cuz I cuz I just hear this. So I'm talking to this the libertarian crowd, my libertarian brethren with these talking points. <laughs> is it seriously are they seriously advocating a situation that it's it's okay because the per the homeowner, right? The homeowner rents, le makes a lease agreement, leases to uh, the party, and you wouldn't you wouldn't look at the tenant and say you can do whatever the hell you want to do, right? You wouldn't have that kind of agreement. I so think it why would be better, be the JC. Same, why would it be the same if the owner of the property says we can do whatever the hell we want to? I do? think it would be a better application is if you were you had a lease agreement for a storefront because what in reality is is you are housing your intellectual property mm -hmm. on this in this business and and Twitter is the storefront for yeah. that. And like I said, you, they could have avoided anything by just simply saying this is it. You don't have to do anything here. You're in and, and we can just terminate your storefront at will. Then you would be done, especially since it's not actually rent, uh, real property and there's no laws actually governing it. So they could have done that. They absolutely could have done that, and they didn't. They actually set themselves up. So I want to... Uh, wow, this is a whole lot deeper than I thought it was going to be, but I'm, I like it. It's a great discussion. We need to talk about this today because this is, this is big. Um, Virginia Forces, this is an article from PJ Media. Uh, it is about a bill that has been passed in Virginia. Uh, I think it's let me let me see what it is up here. It is uh, SB. Oh, where is it? Oh, goodness gracious. SB 868. OK, so Senate S uh, S868 Senate Senate bill from Virginia. And so the PJ media article says uh, Virginia forces Christian ministries to adopt, quote, government ideology or pay a hundred thousand dollar fine. Now, you have to know my brain is like, I got to know what this says. Right. Mm -hmm. So once again, because I'm the teacher, guys, and that's who I am by nature. Remember, when you see a headline, the first especially like this, the first place you go is not the body of the article. The first place you go is the legislation itself.
mm-hmm. right? So that's exactly what I did. Because first, the issues here are, number one, remember, the Federal Civil Rights Act excludes private clubs and religious uh, business, religious businesses, religious entities, including religious schools, from penalty for discriminatory hiring practices. So remember, if you're a private corporate club like the Democrat Party, you can say we will not hire Republicans. Mm-hmm. We will not hire Libertarians. And you will not be charged with discrimination because you are a private corporate club. And so the first thing that I'm doing is looking for certain language. I wonder if I can get this a little bit bigger for you guys. No. All right. Um, I'm looking for certain language. And what I do, just as a little teaching tool, I don't know if you can see this up here. There's a a little window up here. There's always a window where you can search the page for text. And I'm searching for the language, this section shall not apply to. Mm -hmm. Right? That's what I do. Just a little, because I know what I'm looking for. I'm looking for legal language. That's what I'm doing. So I'm searching for this. Now, immediately... I find non-discrimination in places of public accommodation definitions. This provision of this section shall not apply to a private club, a place of accommodation owned or operated on behalf of a religious corporation, association, or society that is not, in fact, open to the public, or any other establishment that is not, in fact, open to the public. Now, this is problematic, J.C., This is problematic because what you now have is the argument that if your church doesn't lock the doors and is only open to people on their membership role, Hmm. it now applies as a place of public accommodation. Interesting. Now, this is only in the place of public accommodation section, which means, and I'm going to read it to you. This is creating a new definition. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So in this case, (laughs) the Democrat political convention is actually more protected than the Episcopalian church. Hmm. Okay. So here's the section. It is unlawful discriminatory practice for any person, including the owner, lessee, proprietor, manager, superintendent, agent, or employee of any place of public accommodation to refuse, withhold from them, or deny any individual or to attempt to refuse, withhold from, or deny any individual directly or indirectly any of the accommodations, advantages, facilities, services, or privileges made available in any place of public accommodation or to segregate or discriminate against any such person in the use thereof, or to publish, circulate, issue, display, post, or mail, either directly or indirectly, any communication, notice, or advertisement to the effect that any of the accommodations, advantages, facilities, privileges, 
or services of any such place shall be refused, withheld from, or denied to any individuals on the basis of race, color, religion, national origin, sex, pregnancy, childbirth, or related medical conditions, age, sexual orientation, gender identity, marital status, disability, or status as a veteran. So, break that down. If this provisions of this section shall not apply to a private club, the Democrat Party. So a Democrat, uh, a Democrat club can do this. They can discriminate. They can do all the things that it says you're not allowed to do. Okay. Uh, a place of accommodation owned or operated on behalf of a religious corporation, association, or society is exempt. As long as they are not, in fact, open to the public. Which means, if you are, if you advertise, we're an open-door church, please come in, we take everybody in society. Now, you cannot refuse the same-sex couple a marriage in your church by your pastors. As a matter of law. As, As written... You can't even have Sunday school. No. It says you can't deny based on age. Yes. Or sex. Yes. I'm sorry. This is children's church. Yes. Uh, no. 72. I'm a 72 year old pedophile. I want to come in. Yeah. And the law says it's illegal for you to refuse for me to right. be in this particular class. So you have you cannot refuse. According to this Virginia law, you must provide uh, marriages to people outside your faith, which means, for whatever reason, I don't know why, a, a Jewish person wanted to be married in a Catholic church. It would be a crime for the Catholic priest to say, I only marry Catholics. That would now be a crime. That is now a crime. In the state of Virginia, okay, because this was signed into law by the governor. It is now a crime in the state of Virginia. So, and I don't, let me point out, I don't even have to get into the whole thing of we have two transgender people who want to be married in the Baptist, the fundamental independent Baptist church, right? I don't have to get into that. Uh, you can have a Satanist who says, I want to have a satanic ritual marriage and I want your pastor to do it in your church. That is now against the law in the state of Virginia if your doors are open to the public for church. Can I just, as an aside, say I don't understand how, and I know maybe they have an explanation for this, but they have both sex, right, on the basis of sex, and this says on the basis of gender identity. Well, because gender identity is not based on sex, on on. on no, but doesn't that acknowledge? If if you say if you say, because when you talk about gender because identity, because you can say I have no gender, and then so it's non-sexual. It's not based on it, it's sexual orientation. No, it, right? That's that's a and separate thing. Se- talking about sex, right. which means so if I identify as a what kind of tools non- are in your toolbox binary, that's that is. Absent the tools in my toolbox. Because you're saying gender is not based tools on, can't be, because what they say, gender can't, gender identity can't be based on sex. 
No, gender identity is not based on the tools in your toolbox. Right, which is sex. Well, sex may or may not be based on the tools in your toolbox. What I'm saying is having both <laughs> in that paragraph Come on, dude, you're contradicts to... their reasoning. There is no reasoning. If gender identity is there, it then is... sex shouldn't be there. Okay, JC. They have both there. We are dealing with the very principle of confusion. <laughs> I understand. You cannot so this explain is a, this highlights confusion. That. This highlights that. All right, so remember, because I know what I'm looking for in this law, this section shall not apply to, right? That's what I look for in this legislation. Because you guys got to realize, uh, the people who write these laws, they steal from other laws all the language. So I know if there's going to be an exemption clause in a law. And this is why, JC, not to sort of jump the rails and go down some tangent, this is why I want to, to say, if you believe that no lawyers should be in government, you don't understand how government works. If you think lawyers should be excluded from government, you have no idea how this works. What you're angry about is not lawyers. What you're angry about is immoral, deceptive people. And I know businessmen who are in government that are like that. Sure. And, and they're manipulating the law. And they're manipulating the law. You need lawyers who know what to look for, who can identify these things like I'm identifying for you. Now, I don't. So are you announcing that you're running for office? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? No, I am not. I'm just saying don't come to me, by the way, and start touting to me some missing 13th Amendment, which, by the way, does not even if it existed, would not preclude lawyers. So let's just be clear. The word lawyer is not even in that text. So tell your people that the missing 13th Amendment does not preclude lawyers. Okay, that is a manifestation of somebody's desire to preclude a class of people out of ignorance. All right. And we'll just stop right there. I, I just ticked off a whole segment of people. Is but it ignorance just or right. maybe it's sleight of hand. I don't know. Whatever. If, if you know that I'm you not going to default if you know on that you need informed attorneys to fight the very tactic that's being used because essentially government is law. Yeah. Uh, then wouldn't that wouldn't that inevitably hand it over to those who are trying to manipulate government? So then how how would you have a sound reason to say no they lawyers. shouldn't be in there yeah. since that would be uh, your very best protection? Your very best protection is having people they were skilled the in principled the law, lawyers. principled in liberty and and I mean, I know it's it's fun to attack right. lawyers, it's you know, fun. 100 lawyers at the bottom of a lake is the beginning. Good start. Good start. Right. Whatever. All right. So here we have now. Can I make this bigger? No, I can't. We had to fix this. All right. So this is this is the section under non-discrimination in places of public accommodation. So I go up here to my little search thing and I want to find the next time it says in this section shall not apply or this section shall not apply to. We already found one. There's actually three. Section number two comes in here in in this section E. OK. And section E falls under section two dash two point two dash three nine oh four or three nine oh five. Excuse me. Non-discrimination in employment. Okay, so the previous section had to do with public accommodation, people who come in your doors. This section has to do with the people you employ in your business. 
Okay. This section is section E, and it says. <laughs> why are you laughing? I just my mind went straight to like Vegas showgirls. <laughs> so if you want, like, if you're some snaggletooth, ninety-pound uh, little male snowflake who transgender who, who self-identifies as a woman then they can't they cannot bar you you have to be employed as a las vegas showgirl if you don't employ if as long as you identify as a woman yeah if if, if you i self-identify as a las vegas showgirl you right. have you cannot well they don't so if you don't employ, employ snaggletooth you. gilligan no 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 he can sue you no well okay he can sue you. It doesn't say you have to employ them. It says you cannot discriminate in employment because of those yeah, things. Yeah, meaning, uh, dude. If you don't hire me, yeah, I'm going to sue you. If you say, you. dude, this is for girls. Right. You just set yourself so up for a So what you have to do we don't, is. We don't hire snaggletooth people. Yeah. So what you have to say <laughs> is, I'm sorry, um, uh, our app job application has considered you, but we have, we have, Better, we qualified have qualified <laughs> people. people, right? What if he? What if he does an investigation and he was the only one applying for the empty? Oh well, then you're in spot. trouble, right? If he's the only one, but Vegas showgirls are not going to have only one snaggletooth <laughs> transgender. I'm just saying, when you say, you know what I'm saying? I, mean, I know guy. it's absurd. Yeah, I know. But when you say, oh, you can't discriminate against on sex and that. I mean, there are jobs that are gender jobs. So now, you JC, like you have totally hit on the mark on why government telling you who you can and cannot employ is inherently wrong. Because it's a private business, and I ought to be able to choose who I hire and who I don't hire based on the principles of my property and how I want my property to be seen in public. Right? So, once again, government involved with this stuff is completely and totally uh, violation of private property rights. There should this kind of regulation should be per se seen as as a violation of rights and completely and totally con unconstitutional. Newspaper models, like catalog models, J.C. Penney or whatever. So I need to do it. I need, or, or let's just say bathing suits. Uh -huh. Okay. So I, I'm doing a shoot. I'm advertising for a shoot. Okay. The bathing suits. Bikini. Are, yeah, the little bikini. Um, let's say I'm doing like a preteen, you know, little bikini shoot. Well, here comes this, you know, furry legged, 45 year old, 90 pound man. I want to, I want to apply for this shoot. Now you have to be careful of how you, you say that's, no. Thank you. You have to be very careful how you say no. Or the no. guy can, because you, mm -hmm. not based on age or sex. Yeah. Even though you look at him and go, you're a dude. You're too old. You're a sicko, right? Now that's not a basis for not hiring. This is the insane society now that we've created because that's that can't be a basis for not hiring him. No, well, that's the only freaking basis for not hiring him. Are we crazy? That ought to be self-evident that this is why you're not getting the job. So here's the lawyer's response. The uh, uniform requirement for this job is you have to change. You have to shave your legs. Uh, you have to shave your entire body, and you must have breasts. Are you willing to have? No, but breasts? that's based on sex. No, 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 no. Because you can have breasts and still be a, and and still have the male junk part, right? So you have to have breasts uh, that will fit in our in our suit. 
And so are you willing to, at your own expense, not our requirement, at your own expense to have breasts and to shave your whole body? I mean, yeah, I'd add, I'd add, you know, we but need, I wouldn't have that as a lawyer. I would say, don't even discuss it. Yeah. You just say, thank you very much for your application. We need a, and you don't even yeah. interview. We, we require a smooth front to the bikini bottoms uh, yeah. in such case that you can't provide a smooth front. The offending bump will be cut off. <laughs> you could put that in the description. Yeah, well, I think we're now getting way off the trail here. I'm just saying, so, this is uh, no, how I get insane it, yeah. it is. No, because it's it's not based on reason, and it's and so this is what happens when government engages in activity it's not supposed to engage in. This is the confusion you get when government becomes tyrannical. And the list keeps and yes, growing. And it grows. Age, sex, yeah. on, on. It's just like something new. This thing, keep mm-hmm. this whole... What do they call it? Special class, protected yeah, class. Protected it just class. keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. All right. So this section now, in this section is, uh, let's see, back up here again. This section is One non-discrimination minute. in employment. Okay. This provision of this section shall not apply to the employment of individuals in a particular religion or by a religious corporation, association, educational institution, or society to perform work associated with activities. So the good news, no, 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 this does not apply to the closed, Mm -hmm. okay? So this applies to everyone. So your church, and I'll show you why, your church may actually hire outside uh, may discrim- I'm sorry, your church can discriminate in hiring practices. Why? Because the Supreme Court already said just recently, see a 7-2 decision, a broad interpretation of the ministerial exception, churches can discriminate in hiring practices. Well, so there you news. have it. So you, you cannot exclude someone from the church if they want to come in and have a use your facilities and make your pastors give them a wedding, but you still are protected in hiring practice. The 70 year old male pedophile wants to sit in your Sunday school class, girls Sunday school class. Right. Right. Can't stop that. That's right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us today. We are so grateful every day you come and be with us. Uh, We will remember Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern standard time, constitutional America. And on Monday, we will be back with the Daily Journal. Let me correct myself. You can stop that. You're being told you're not allowed to stop that. (laughs) That's right. Thank you very much. God bless you guys. We'll see you soon.